0: Bishop Dr. Michael Hutton-Wood, the senior pastor of House of Jena, UK, The Happy Church presents six dynamic life-changing books that will catapult you to higher heights and titles. Success Has No Uncles, 12 pastors to avoid at all cost in leadership ministry and management. If you have only one life. Make it count. Understanding and releasing the power of first fruit offerings and types. Invoking the incredible power of altars and sacrifices. Forgive, but don't forget. Success is self-determined. Success consists of little daily efforts, and failure consists of little daily neglects. Daniel said, I understood by books. No matter what life throws at you, stay focused and keep moving through relevant and current information. These books are definitely a must for your library. Order your copies today by calling or visiting our website, www.housejitter.org.uk or using the
1: information on your screen. Glory to Jesus, glory to Jesus, glory to Jesus. You are welcome to this week's midweek teaching service global school of wisdom you are all welcome god bless you all Nanapoku, you are welcome mama B, you are welcome for the kind you are welcome glory to god you are all welcome good stuff but the good stuff god bless you for joining us today hallelujah you are all blessed God bless you all for joining us this evening. Hallelujah. As usual, share, share, share. Invite somebody to join us in our teaching service this evening as we deal with graduating from membership to disciples, ministers of the gospel, ministers of the gospel. What are some of the things that separates distinguishes members from disciples? We've been looking at quite a couple of them. We're going to be moving into how to live victorious lives, how to walk by faith and not by sight. One of the ways in which you graduate from a member into a disciple is to walk the faith walk, walk the faith walk. Before we get born again. We walk by sight, we walk by hearing, we walk by our feelings. By the moment we are born again, the Bible says we walk by faith. It says the just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by faith. So to grow from a child, from just a worshiper into a disciple or a minister of the gospel, or a minister of reconciliation, you need to learn to walk by faith and not by sight. So let's look at a few differences and then from the next session we shall start looking at how to walk, how to live victorious lives, how to live victorious life by walking by faith. The faith walk, the faith walk, the faith walk this is what enables you to move from being just a member into a disciple. A disciple. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. So let me give you a few. Difference between members and disciples and then we shall start looking at what propels us to be able to graduate into disciples it is the work of faith it is the work of faith the work of faith so members we looked last week at members come to god when they need something but disciples walk with god daily disciples walk with god Okay, members, those who stay just as members, they only pay courtesy calls. <laughs> courtesy calls on God. They pay courtesy calls on God. They come to God when they need something from Him. But those who have graduated into disciples do not use faith as a spare time. They discover that they have to live by faith. Their work is a work of faith. They have to work by faith and not by by sight. Glory to God. So we need to graduate from just being members of a church into walking by faith and not by sight. So members come to God only when they have a need. That's when they show up in order to ask for something, and then from then they move on to something else. Then the next point is members come to church sometimes. But those who graduate into disciples have discovered Psalm 84 verse 7 where the Bible says they go from strength to strength as they appear in Zion. They go from strength to strength as they appear in Zion. They understand that coming to church is what helps you to graduate. The more you come to church, you know the psalmist said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. You know those of who are graduated into disciples. The moment you mention church, they get excited because they know that is the source of their nourishment. That is how they grow. That is how they grow. That is how they grow. So let's continue, members. Um, members. Let's look at some of the members. Follow those who stay just as members. Follow from a distance. They follow from a distance, but those who are disciples are hardcore followers, hardcore followers. Members who just stay as members follow from a distance, but those who are hardcore followers, they are the ones that are disciples. Deborah Johnson, Minister Deborah, you are welcome. Agnes, you are welcome. Glory to God, glory to God. So, disciples walk by faith and not by sight. They walk by faith, not by sight. Disciples are hard followers of Jesus, hard followers of the vision of the church. They follow hard after the church. They follow hard after Jesus. They follow hard after their leader. They follow hard after the vision of the church. They follow hard. They follow Psalm 63, verse 8. The psalmist said, my soul followeth hard after thee, hard after thee, hard after thee. Glory to God. What are the differences between members and those who graduate into disciples? Members don't endure hardness and can't stand hardness. Evolving butterflies, you're welcome on Instagram. Members don't endure so stages as members don't endure hardness. They think very easy. Members follow from afar, or so from a distance. With a just-in-case mentality they're looking for a loophole <laughs> just in case something happens really i'm out of here those who just stay as well remember you need to trace this series from all the way when we started that in every house of god in the church there are different levels of believers based on how we determine to grow there are worshippers. they are those who graduate to become members members of the church and then move to becoming a, a learners to becoming servants, becoming workers, becoming disciples, becoming followers, becoming sons, and those who graduate to ministers and those who graduate to associate ministers and those who graduate to pastors, etc. So it's all based on your determination to grow. So if you are not uh, moving from being a member into a disciples, members just follow from afar. And from a distance with a just-in-case mentality, just-in-case as I'm trying God. If it doesn't work, I've got a plan B. See, I've got plan B. Exodus 24 verse 10, it says, So Moses arose with his assistant Joshua. Look at how close Joshua was. That's a hardcore follower. Moses arose with his assistant Joshua, and Moses went up to the mountain of God. And look at the example of those who move from a first state who follow from afar, and those who draw close. The Bible says Moses and Joshua. Moses arose with his assistant. With his assistant, very close to his leader. Very close to his leader. Moses arose. And when I talk about close, I'm not talking about close just for the sake of being close. I'm talking about being close to the leader for the sake of the vision. You know, we don't come to church to make friends. We come to church with an assignment. There's a vision for every church. When friendship erupts from it or socialization erupts from it, that's a, a plus. But we are there to make disciples, to go into all the world and to win souls and to make disciples and to establish the kingdom of God. Joshua was close to Moses for ministry. And the Bible says that by virtue of his closeness in service, and being a disciple and a follower of his leader, Moses when moses was being uh and told to 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 move on joshua was told to take over so bible says moses arose with his assistant joshua and moses went up to the mountain of god then second Kings chapter 2 verse 7 it talks about the days of elijah and Elisha. look at how far these people were he says and 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood to view afar off you know in every church there are those who draw close I want to know what's going on. They are in there consistently leading prayer, winning souls, ushering, doing something in the house of God, consistent church attendance, consistent in activities, consistent in doing things for the kingdom of God. Then there are the 50 men of the sons of the prophets. He says they went and stood to view afar off. Instead of drawing close to know what's going on. Be actively involved. He stood afar off. And they too stood by Jordan, it Elijah and Elisha. Then when you see the relationship between Ruth and Naomi, Ruth was very close to Naomi. Even when Naomi told her, Go back because your husband has died. And I don't know when I'm going to give birth to a child for you to for him to grow up, for you to marry. Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave you. These are hardcore followers. Her disciples are hardcore followers. Die hard followers. He says, Ruth you know, <laughs> and Naomi, and treat me not to leave you. To leave you where you go, I will go. What you eat, I will eat. What you drink, I will drink. What you wear, I will wear. Where you die, I will die. That's a hardcore follower. You know Peter. Peter, when when the, the, uh, Jesus was threatening, Peter uh, took out a, a, a cutlass or so to cut off the head or the ear of the one who came against Jesus. These are hardcore followers. Disciples are hardcore followers of Jesus, of their pastor, of their vision, of their church. You know, to the extent that Paul said, I'm set for the defense of the gospel of Christ. These are the attitudes of disciples. Paul said, For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. That's the attitude of hardcore followers. Hardcore followers. Hardcore disciples. Noel, you're welcome. Hardcore disciples, hardcore disciples. And we are all supposed to become hardcore disciples, hardcore, following hard after Jesus, following hard after God, following hard after the vision of the ministry. Glory to God. Being close to the leader or leadership is being close to follow the vision of the church. It's not for socialization. It's not for friendship. Friendship comes, comes somewhere along the line, but the focus is on the vision. Anybody who claims to be close to leadership or close in hierarchy must be close to the vision. The vision, the vision is not about socialization. These people meant business. They were after the business, the business of the kingdom of God. Ministers, disciples, we're talking about disciples, and I always emphasize when we mentioned ministers, we're not talking about title, we're talking about functioning as a server in the house of God. And all of us, all believers, we are all supposed to be ministers, not in title but in function, reconciling the world back to God. The word minister simply means a server, the word pastor simply means a shepherd. Glory to God. So, many disciples follow hard, they are follow hard, they are hard followers of their leader and their church, they are addicted to hard followership, hard followership, we must follow hard after the different anointings to build God's house, follow hard after your leader, follow hard after your leader, and Naomi said, my soul, the servant and my soul follows hard after this, Naomi said, uh, Ruth said, don't entreat me to leave you where you go, I'll go, now. Is we must follow hard after different anointings to build God's house. It's very hard to discover what somebody has. That's what the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 6 verse 12. It says, follow those who have obtained. Follow them to be able to obtain what they carry. Now, what does it mean to follow hard? It means to become fixated. Fixated. When you are following something, you must be fixated on it. just like when you have a dream, when you have a goal, a financial goal, or something to that effect. You are fixated. Jesus expects us to be fixated on him. Fixated. It's very hard to discover what somebody has, so you must become fixated on those who have what you need to obtain the promise and what they carry. Never follow a leader for what to get. Always follow a leader for what they carry, to catch what they carry, to be able to do what they do. You need the spirit of your leader to be able to do the things that he does. Even God hides his secrets from men, but opens it up to those who pursue him. No wonder James 4 verse 8, he said, Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded deliberately serve God and your church. The one that Joshua said, "As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So become a hard follower of Jesus, become a hard follower of your ministry, become a hard follower of the vision of your church. These are the ones that see the wonders in the house of God and in the deep. Following hard simply means follow until you feel the presence. Follow until you feel the presence of the person that you are following. Follow until you begin to see the effect of what they carry in your life. Following hard means find out more about what they carry. Find out more about it. Never follow a leader for what to get. Follow a leader to catch their spirit to function as they do. Because that's the reason why God puts people in families and in churches. There is an assignment. There is a vision. Find out more about what they carry. Your attitude must be. I need to know more to be able to do more. You can only function effectively in the church when you catch the leader's spirit. Catch the leader's spirit. That's why people who are close uh, in serving in churches and pastors are told to keep their eye. Keep your eye on the ball. Keep your eye on the pastor, on the leader. Just like, um, you know, a person who's leading the orchestra cannot turn his back and face the, the congregation or the crowd for applause. No, he's supposed to focus on the orchestra and to lead the orchestra. He can't turn around and be receiving applause. He must be focused. Everyone who hangs around a leader, must keep their eye on the leader to know exactly what they are trying to say, what they are looking for, what they want to say, must be, must be charged in the spirit to know, to be able to catch the Kairos moment, catch the Kairos moment, catch the Kairos moment. What is God saying to them? What does, what does that look, <laughs> look mean? What does that, insta- that instruction mean? Copy and imitate. Hard followership means follow until you feel the presence it's science, it's full effect, its results. Find out more about it. You must start. you must be, I need to know more. I need to know more. Following habits, make the effort over a long period of time. Not just three attempts in working with a leader and then you think you are dead. Or you think you have arrived. No, you need to kill passivity, kill passivity, kill passivity. When you are in a church, you must kill passivity. Don't be passive. Be active and more, better, better still, be proactive. Be proactive. Be proactive. Be proactive. Be proactive. You know, when people are playing and uh, footballers are playing and then the manager begins to scream on the sidelines, begins to make some signs, the players do exactly what they are saying. And that's exactly the kind of spirit that we must carry within the church. That is very important. The following hard means carrying out something to its logical conclusion. The results or efforts, or don't be tired. What are the results of your working hard? Stay with it until you see. It. So within a catch setting, stay with it until you see it. Pursue it until pursue until you catch it. You know, Elijah asked Elisha, "What do you want me to do for you?" And Elijah says, I want a double portion of what you have. Listen to what Elijah, Elijah said to him. If you see me go, if you hang with me until you see me taken from here, then you can catch the anointing. So you need to follow to the logical conclusion until you catch what they carry. Don't move or else you'll not be able to function in the anointings and the graces that they walk in. The Bible says in Deuteronomy thirty four verse nine, it says Joshua had wisdom because Moses laid hands on him. Joshua stayed close to Moses to give God to make <laughs> that's what gave God uh the 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 um the flair and the desire to appoint Joshua in the place of Moses when it was time for Moses to move on. So pursue aim Aim, 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 high. Aim for the results. Aim for the results. Aim for what they carry. Aim for the results. Aim for what they carry. Aim for what they carry. Now, let's continue. What what is the difference between members and disciples? Members hear men. Members hear men only. Members hear men only. Disciples make time to hear God before speaking to men. Members hear men only, but disciples make time to hear God before speaking to men. The difference in ministers and leaders is in those who hear the art of hearing and seeing. You see, God is in seasons or operates in seasons. So we need to find and do what he is saying. And then our lives and our ministries and our service will change dramatically. It's important. Men Members, who just say as members, just yes, hear men. But disciples make time to hear God. Make time to hear God. So it's very important. You can see that from a few, this few that we have heard so far, you can tell that we, we haven't arrived. We need to stay with it. Elisha stayed with Elijah. Joshua stayed with Moses. Ruth stayed with Naomi. Paul Silas stayed with Paul. Glory to God. Titus, Timothy, stayed with Paul. The disciples, except for Judas Iscariot, stayed with Jesus. You must stay with it until the the conclusion, until you catch what they carry. You know, it is said uh, by Bible historians that Elisha served Elijah for 20 years. And this was not, Elijah was not an easy person to, to 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 (laughs) <laughs> to hang around. His first encounter with uh, Elisha was a shouting episode because then he said, all Elijah said was, let me go and tell my family that I'm going to be coming with you. He said, so what am I to do with you? Listen, you don't catch the anointing of a leader casually. You don't catch the anointing of a leader casually. Now I was listening to a man of God this morning. And he said, when you go and pray for somebody, when you come back after you have prayed for the person, you need to go and pray for about six hours. Because you have gone to pray for somebody, the enemy is annoying with you, you need to go back into your closet and pray for a number of hours to make sure that there's there's no backfiring. So, next point. Members don't endure hardness and can't stand hardness. Those who just stay as members. And don't graduate into disciples, can't stand hardness. Little trial, little whatever he said. <laughs> I didn't bargain for this. Members who just stay members don't endure hardness and can't stand hardness or discipline or correction from leadership. You know, Proverbs twenty four verse ten, the, the King King Solomon said, If you fail in the day of adversity, your faith is small. Then Paul in Romans chapter eight, thirty five to thirty nine says, What can separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus? What is it? Is there neither death nor life, nor principality, nor power, nor dominion, nor might, nor things present, nor things to come? What is it that can separate us? You know, if you stay a member, you will be separated from the love of we make things separate you from the love of God. Members don't endure hardness and can't stand hardness. But just disciples endure hardness as good soldiers of Christ. You know, I have a feeling sometimes that we forget that as Christians that we are soldiers. We are soldiers. We are in a military barrack. We are in a military camp. We are in a boot camp. It's discipline. It's hardness. 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 Hard instructions. Second Timothy chapter 2, 3 to 5. He said, Thou therefore. This is what Paul is telling us. Thou therefore. Endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. If you decide to follow Jesus, decide to follow a leader, decide to be a part of a church, you must endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Is there no man that wareth, okay, And we are in a war. That's what sometimes people think. They think we are in a wedding. <laughs> Christianity is not a wedding. <laughs> Christianity is not a party. He said, Thou therefore endure. This was Paul speaking to his spiritual son, Timothy. And that's the same word for us, because we're supposed to be living in the epistles. He said, Thou therefore endure hardness. He didn't say, Thou may. He said, Thou therefore. Every believer must endure hardness. As a good, look at who we are. We are soldiers. We are soldiers. We are soldiers. Endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. And he said, no man that warres, or no man that goes to war, or no man who is at war entangleth himself with the affairs of this life. Look at what is happening in Ukraine, where fathers are being separated, or men are being separated from their wives and from their children, so they can fight the war against Russia. No man that warres, or is in a war, and our Christian life is a war. No man that uh, warres, entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please who have chosen him to be a soldier. What have we been chosen to do? To be soldiers. To be soldiers. To be soldiers. And to be a soldier. Oh my God, you are taken through, <laughs> you are taken through all kinds of training. Training. No man that wareth entangled himself in the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. And if a man also strive for mastery, yet is he not crowned except he strives lawfully. Lawfully. As a believer, this is not the time for painting. This is not the time for painting. This is not time for painting. It's costly. No man that warreth entangleth himself in the affairs of this life saying, I'm painting, I'm tired. No, you may be tired, but you need to keep pressing on. Glory to God. Glory to God. Those who graduate into disciples, endure hardness. And your hardness. They don't think someone has done that long the life. They don't say, things are not working, so I'm not tithing. Things are not working, so I'm not praying. Things are not working, so I'm not going to church. No. Then what do you say about Paul? Who was imprisoned, Who was stoned. Who was beaten and stoned to death. And he just got up. They, they left him for dead. He got up and went into the next city and started preaching. Why? For me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. We are in a war as Christians. Glory to God. (laughs) The blessings will come, restoration will come, But remember, we are in a war. Let's understand that we are in a war. We are in a war. There was war in heaven, so there will be war right here. So you you need to endure, you need to endure, you need to endure, you need to endure. You need to endure. Glory to God. We've forgotten that we are an an army. We've forgotten that we are soldiers. We have forgotten that we are soldiers in the army of God. So we don't need to think. Trials come to everybody. including pastors, archbishops, episcopals, prime ministers, everybody. That's why we must solidify ourselves with the word of God. To be able to endure to the end. Endure, endure, endure. Glory to God. Endure, endure. We are soldiers. Somebody put in the comment box, I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. I am a soldier in the army of God. They that endure to the end shall be saved. So those who don't endure to the end shall not be saved or shall not be salvaged. Hallelujah. So let's move on. Those who endure to the end shall be saved. Remember this. Test. Testimonies come from tests. Champions emerge from challenges. Write this down. Write this down. You need to write this down. Testimonies come from tests. Champions emerge from challenges. Nobody declares themselves a champion without any kind of challenge. Boxing challenge, athletic challenge, business challenge, whatever challenge. Testimonies come from passing tests. Champions emerge from challenges. Messages that people have and messages that pastors preach come from messes. Messes that they've been through. messes that they've used the word of God to overcome or to deal with. Triumph comes from trials. And stars come from scars. Write this down. Very fast. Write this down. You are a soldier. Testimonies come from tests. Champions emerge from challenges. Messages come from messes. triumph comes from trials. and stars emerge from scars or with scars. Every star has a scar to prove why they are stars. You never emerge a star in any field without scars, without scars, without scars, wounds, sores that heal over time and leave scars. To prove to you that you have been through something. You have been through something. You don't have a message to share with anybody if you have not been through a mess. You don't have a testimony to share with anyone if you have not been through any test. You don't become a champion in any field until you have seen and overcome challenges. That's why we'll be looking at the subject of faith. This is a victory by which we overcome the world even our faith. Acting and believing on the word of God. All of us are, uh, are still alive because of our faith. Applying our faith to everything. Faith is not a spare time, faith is a lifestyle. You apply your faith to everything that you go through. That's how you grab it from a member into a worker, server, disciple, son, daughter, pastor, etc., etc. And every day, our Christian life is a journey. It's a journey. Glory to God. Number. Next point, number seven. Members who just stay as members give themselves partially to God, to their pastors, to their vision, and to their churches. They give themselves partially. They are in today. They are not in tomorrow. They can be, they can be, they, they, they just uh, what do you call it? Vacillate and oscillate. They vacillate and oscillate. Vacillate and oscillate. Vacillate and oscillate. Vacillate and oscillate vacillate and oscillate. You cannot claim championship without challenges. Winning battles. The scars. The scars that people have become champions. The scars that they carry. Which proves to them and to everybody. I have a right to say what I'm saying. When you look at the palm of Jesus, you can see the scars. The holes. The nails that went through his palm. It's still there. It's still there as proof that he died on the cross for us, for our redemption and for our salvation. Even Jesus rose from the grave. Even Jesus rose from the grave with his scars as proof that he has conquered death, hell, and the grave. The scars are still there to prove. The scars are still there to prove. The scars are still there to prove prove that he has been through something. What are your scars? What have you and I done for Jesus and where? what are our scars? Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Faith is not a spare tire. Faith is what we use to win our Christian battles. That's why Paul said to Timothy in First Timothy chapter 4, 13 to 15. He said, until I come. Listen to this. He said, Paul said to Timothy. Until I come, and Jesus is saying the same thing to us, until he returns. He said, Till I come, give attendance, pay attention to reading the word of God, to exhortation, to encouraging yourself and encouraging others, to doctrine, the doctrine of the scriptures. And he continues, neglect not the gift that is in thee, the gift that you are endowed with, the natural gift, spiritual gift that you are endowed with neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given to thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things he said. Then look at what he says in closing. Give thyself wholly to the scriptures. Give thyself wholly to the scriptures. That's how you build your faith. That's how you become strong in the faith. Give yourself completely, not partially. Those who just remain members, give themselves partially to God, partially to their church. Partially to the vision of the vision of the church. You never know where they stand. They are in today. They are not in tomorrow. You can build. just like uh, when you're going to build a house and then the bricks keep taking off. When you put the bricks together or cement based on <laughs> where the building is being constructed, you have, you've got the bricks ready, you've got the cement and everything ready. And when it's time to put brick upon brick and cement upon cement, and then the brick has taken the holiday. The brick has gone to McDonald's. The other one is gone to KFC, or the one, the other one is gone on holiday because they've lifted the the. the. <laughs> are you understanding what I'm saying? We are not supposed to serve God. Go impartially. We're supposed to go in fully. He said, "Give thyself holy. Give yourself holy. Give yourself holy, that your profiting and your success may appear." To all. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. They are hidden treasures in scars. A full message on this hostess and the world Are you listening to me? Glory to God. Number eight. Members are not committed. Those who just stay as members. Pastor Johnson, you're welcome. Members who stay as just members. Are not committed to serving. In service. Groups or departments in your church, but disciples serve fully in one service group or the other. You know, I can't see myself when I was, i well, not even a pastor. I can't see myself not doing anything in the house of God. What? How boring! Find something to do in the house of God, in the area of your gifting or whichever area you are appointed to do something in the house of God. Stay busy. That's how you mature. Listen, when you obey the general, then God gives you the specific. You obey general rules, then you are given specific duties. You don't get specialized in a particular field, until you've gone through the general. Members who just be as members are not committed to serving, not engaged in service groups, not engage in departments, or even they really engage in departments. They they don't do much in those departments. All these things have to change in churches. But disciples serve fully, fully, full in one or more service groups. They fulfill the gaps ministry in their churches, and all of us are supposed to fulfill the gaps ministry in our churches. All of us are supposed to fulfill the gaps ministry in our churches. All of us are supposed to fulfill the gaps ministry in our churches. All of us are supposed to fulfill the gaps ministry in our churches. Fill the gaps ministry. Fill the gaps. Any gap that is created, any space that is created, we need to fill it. And that's how we graduate. We graduate and move on to other uh, respective duties. Then, let's move on. Glory to God. Um, number nine. Number nine. Members who just stay as members have entitlement mentality. What can be done for me? I'm entitled to this. I'm entitled to that. <laughs> members have entitlement mentality, but disciples have and maintain an ownership and taking full responsibility mentality. They own and run with the vision of their church without coercion and without convincing. They own, they own the vision of the church. They own the vision of the ministry. They own the vision of God. They own prayer. They own tithing. They own evangelism. They own it. Follow up. They own it. They own the vision of the church. Now, please write this down. Let me give you 12 things you must do that proves that you are moving from a member to a disciple that so will close the session. Please write this down. Twelve ways to prove you are committed to your church. Twelve ways. Please write this down. Write this in your notes. Not only in the comment box. Write it in your notes, your phone, your iPad, your computer, your PC. Write it down. Twelve ways to prove you are committed to your church. Number one, attempt regularly. Write this down. Twelve Signs that proves you are committed to your church and to Jesus. Attend your church regularly. Attend regularly. Number two, give generously. It's a sign that you are moving from a member to a disciple. Attend church regularly. Hebrews 10.25, God's Paul speaking said, Forsake not the assembly of yourselves together as the manner or bad behavior of some is attend church regularly. Number two, give generously. Number three, tithe consistently. Twelve ways that prove that you are moving from a member into a disciple and you are committed to your church. Twelve signs of commitment to your church and to Jesus. Attend regularly. Give generously. As you have been blessed, as you have been raised, attend church regularly. Give generously. Tithe consistently. Number four, love Jesus, love people, love your church radically. Love radically. Love radically. Love radically. Love God radically. Love church radically. Love radically. Then number five, bring others there consistently. Bring others consistently. Bring others consistently. Then, share Jesus willingly. Number six, share Jesus willingly. Don't be forced, don't be coerced to share your testimony, to share your faith with others. The Jesus you refuse to share is the Jesus you don't know. The Jesus you refuse to share is the Jesus you don't know. The Jesus you refuse to share is the Jesus you don't know. know. So, attend regularly, keep generously, tithe consistently. These are proofs that you love Jesus. You love God. You love your church. You love the vision. You are growing. Love radically. Bring others there consistently. Then share Jesus willingly. Share Jesus willingly. Then seven, share your testimonies lavishly. Share your testimonies lavishly. Definitely you've been through some tests and you've applied the word of God to give you testimonies. Share Your testimonies lavishly. Then number eight, fellowship purposefully. Don't fellowship with, with others in the church because they said you should fellowship. Fellowship with purpose. Fellowship with purpose to grow. Fellowship with purpose. Then show up in church. Number nine, show up energetically. Don't drag yourself to church. Show up energetically. Show up in church energetically. When you walk into church, walk in church to church with energy, with zeal, with joy, with vibrance, with agility. Walk into church. Show up energetically in church, and the things that your church does, show up energetically. Then number ten, pray fervently. Pray. Fervently, pray fervently. Pray every day. Pray fervently. Pray fervently. Then encourage others faithfully. Encourage others with consistency. Encourage others with consistency. Encourage others with consistency. And then volunteer and serve joyfully. Volunteer and serve joyfully. Volunteer and serve joyfully if you're on the platform you're not born again We'd like to pray with you you want to give your life to Jesus or rededicate your life to Jesus say father thank you for sending Jesus I ask for forgiveness of my sins I submit my life to your Lordship in the name of Jesus and if you've done that The details of our church services are scrolling at the bottom of the screen. First floor, 387 London Road, including in the heart of the city of London. If you're watching from outside the country, you can join us on this platform on Facebook. Glory to God. On Facebook at HOJCT Church. On Facebook on Fridays at 6 p.m. On Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Sundays, we are live in our church. The details are scrolling at the bottom of the screen. So join us in our church service. is going to be awesome. This Saturday, we're going to have lunch hour with high achievers, 12 to 1. And then House of Judah, let's all meet in church, 1.30 sharp. We are meeting on Saturday, 1.30, Saturday, 1.30. Awesome, powerful prayer session. Glory to God, followed by outreach. Glory to God. So everyone in the House of Judah family join us this Saturday. One thirty, solid prayer. Solid prayer. Solid prayer this Saturday. A Praying church is a growing church and a vibrant church. So join us in prayer this Saturday. So Friday 6 p.m. online right here. Saturday 12 to 1 lunch hour with our achievers followed by we we'll all meet in church at one thirty. And then Sunday morning, we will continue our series on Restore My Wasted Years. We're looking at God restoring wasted years in the area of our finances, in our marriage, in our career, in our profession, in every area. Restoration, restoration, restoration is possible. Restoration is possible. Restore my marriage. Restore my family. Restore my health. Restore my finances. Restore my business. That with the enemy have sat on, I command and receive restoration. So don't miss it or anything. This Sunday, join us. Glory to God. Shall we all now take our phones and receive our offerings? Let's bless God with our offerings. Let's bless God with our offerings. Every time you come into the house of God, He says, Come with an offering. Hallelujah. So take your phones right now. Let's bless God. With our offerings and our partnerships. See if you are giving in the UK, it's the Lloyd Bank account 02294551 139245 is the short code. You can also give by going to our website houseofjuda.org.uk. Follow the online giving and then the donate button to give. God loves a cheerful giver. You want to give by paper you can use the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash Michael Wood or forward slash House of Judah. And if you are watching from outside the country, you can use the banking, international banking details. Glory to God. Father, bless us indeed, enlarge our coast as we sow this seed. Bless us. Everybody that is sowing, let the heavens be open. Everyone that is tithing, rebuke the devourer for their sake. Pour them out a blessing. Despite the news that we hear, the bad news that we hear about the economy, inflation, recession, everything, Father, we know that in the midst of Egypt you will put us in bush. You will supply all our needs according to your riches in glory by Christ. Bless everyone that is sowing today. Remember them for good in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. I trust you have been blessed by today's session. I want to encourage you to share what you have heard with as many people as you can. Esther your God bless you for joining us on Instagram. God bless you. God bless you. Everyone that joined us on Facebook and on Instagram, God bless you all for joining us today. We are back your way this Friday, 6 p.m., right here on this platform. 6pm to 7pm, time of prayer, intensive prayer, especially with what is happening in Ukraine. And I will also be praying Kingdom Advancement prayers. Every time you pray Kingdom Advancement prayers, God advances your life. So join us on this platform, 6pm to 7pm, this Friday. is going to be awesome. I've already announced lunch hour with our Achievers. I'm speaking and teaching on the power of self-discovery. Power of self-discovery. Testimonies are coming in about lunch hour with high achievers every Saturday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Powerful testimony, and we had a wonderful, powerful session at our master class, the High Achievers Master Class last week Saturday. That was an awesome experience. So get ready, and we announce the next master class. Make sure you're there. We're having our next master class, the wealth, the coming wealth transfer master class. That's going to be on the 28th of May, 28th of May, 28th of May, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Zoom. So go to michaelhudsonwood.org, michaelhudsonwood.org. Register in advance. Everybody that registers for the Wealth Transfer Masterclass before the 1st of May will receive a 25% discount, 25% discount. So. Invest in yourself. Invest in your future. Invest in yourself. So take the details on the screen. michaelhattonwood.org Register at michaelhattonwood.org Register in advance and take advantage of the 25% discount. It's going to be awesome. Once again, God bless you all. See you on Friday, right here, 6 p.m. Sunday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Actual service and virtual. God, richly bless you all for joining us today. Have a wonderful evening in Jesus' precious name. You are blessed. Amen.